Always listen online at the website, which is dipetro.com. Good afternoon, one and all. This portion of the John DePetro Show, folks, is brought to you by uh, Ryan's Appliance Repair. I received a nice email, a nice email from one of our listeners, Maureen, who said, Juan, what is the name of the man that fixes the appliances? Let me find the exact. I don't get that joke. Funny. Are you at Mar-a-Lago? No, I don't think so. Um let me find the exact email that I received. Remember, folks, go to the website. Oh, there it is. Maureen will do. Um, she went to the website. I won't give her last name. Uh, let's see. John, love your show. Uh, heard you say an advertisement for a company who fixes appliances, and you had good luck with them. I had more than good luck with them. I'm in need of a good company. Of course, I had to end the show with a broken appliance. Can you share the name so I can call? Thank you in advance. Happy New Year. That's from Maureen. Yes, <coughs> the name of the company is Ryan's Appliance Repair. Ryan's Appliance Repair. Folks, call them today. Remember, if you're saying, if you're Maureen or someone else and your appliance is dying, just call Ryan, 401-710-7096. The company is Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401 710 7096. Now, I did receive another email from another one of our listeners. Uh, I don't remember the name, but said, now, what kind of appliances does he sell? Oh, no, no, no. No one said anything about selling appliances. No, he repairs appliances. That's why it's called Ryan's Appliance Repair. It's not just Ryan's Appliance. Ryan's Appliance Repair. Now, granted, you could contact him and say, I'm thinking of getting some new appliances. Do you recommend something? He could tell you what he fixes the most and what seemingly works better but if your appliance is dying just call ryan ryan's appliance repair 401-710-7096 repairs on all makes and models of appliances ryan's appliance repair whether it is washing machine uh dryer a dishwasher stove microwave one day i went to make microwave popcorn seems easy enough until Suddenly, it's not working. And then you're getting questions. Well, what did you touch? I didn't touch anything. Well, maybe you hit something. I didn't hit anything. Did you unplug it? Yeah, I unplugged it. No, I didn't unplug it. It wasn't working. I called Ryan's Appliance Repair. He came out. He and his dad, they fixed it. Um, Went to heat up the oven. Jacqueline Claire wanted to make some cookies. Oven wouldn't heat up. Well, what did you touch? I didn't touch anything. Well, you must have brought. I didn't break it. It's not working, so we called Ryan. Why don't you fix it? Like, I'm going to fix it. Call Ryan's Appliance Repair. I wouldn't wait on that one. 401-710-7096. If I were um, Tom Hanks in the movie Castaway, and I'm on that island, and there's an appliance there, I, I'm just I'm not fixing it. I just don't have that. Folks, Ryan's Appliance Repair. Remember, Saturday appointments are available. All work is guaranteed for 90 days, parts and labor. And, oh, wait for it, senior citizens' discounts are available. It's Ryan's Appliance Repair. 401-710-7096. Well, folks, good afternoon. I want to say good afternoon. Thank you, Gino, to uh, everybody. Mr. 18 Share, uh, everyone tuning in on Facebook Live. Remember, find my page. It's Sean DePietro Show. Click the like button. And also, you can share that you're watching. It's very interactive. You can interact with other people that are watching it. Folks, everyone is buzzing about the... Um, the website, of course, depetro.com. Of course they are. I just received a call, my first call from an out-of-town reporter. Not going to drop names, but one of the big ones, uh, not in our area, think more national, wanted to kind of off the record, on the record, which is fine, 
but pick my brain about this Ramundo posting that I have. And folks, if you go to the website, you can see it. And that is, is Governor Ramundo leaving for Washington? Ramundo to D.C. as Commerce Secretary. The amount of misinformation out there is just amazing. I do want to mention, remember, DePetro.com is brought to you by Liberty Mobility. That is West Warwick's oldest and largest provider, pre-owned power wheelchairs and power scooters. Now, maybe if you have a power wheelchair or scooter, there are people who need them. Contact Liberty Mobility today, 827-8800. Paul Long, and he's located 5 Church Street, West Warwick. He and Kathy are terrific, but you can link through at the website. So <coughs> the rumor that took off yesterday because there's a national website and they have her as the front runner that she's going to be named named commerce secretary now social media is very frustrating with trying to discuss something like this for instance you know maybe this is a good place my one of my new year's resolutions in um uh uh oh my god is the, the people they don't use a real name or they don't use a um they don't use a, a real picture for their photo. So one of the people, and this is, again, more wrong information, more wrong information. Here is someone who's tweeting at me and saying, well, she turned down health and human services. So what would make you think she's going to take that? Excuse me. Wrong. Here was the question. Um uh, the statement put to me, I should say, if Governor Mundo turned down Health and Human Service Secretary job, why would she accept Commerce Secretary? She doesn't want to uproot her children in the middle of the school year. She'll decline again. Wrong. I take exception with the premise. She did not turn down Health and Human Services. It was tried out to her as a trial balloon. It didn't play well overnight. Um but you're misrepresenting all of the local media sources reported on the squashing of the rumor. Well, she didn't squash the rumor. She 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 said she wasn't going to take health and human services because it wasn't offered to her because she said, I will not be his nominee. But the reason why the national media is picking up and why she is favored is I, I think she is taking commerce. Now, these people that are saying she does. She's already turned it down. She doesn't want to uproot. Wrong. Wrong again. What do you mean she doesn't want to? She's not turning down anything. Folks, if you were in the Titanic, what about in the Titanic? If they're in the water and she says, you know, Jack, actually, there is room for you on this whatever they're floating on thing that he's in the water hanging on to uh, Kate Winslet. What you, she's not going to turn it down. The state is a wreck. She's term limited out. There is going to be record unemployment. There's going to be record deficits. You can only hide so much. Providence uh, Pension Fund is already showing signs that it could be insolvent. You have the Te- Providence Teachers Union contract that still needs to be uh, done, and that's not going to be easy at all. The protest is already going straight to her home on the east side. Stick around. Listen, you're Governor Armando, and there, you're, you're on the Titanic, right? And the band is playing, and, and it's... It's starting to go from when it's like this to then suddenly it's like this. And as you're standing there, right, and you're still dry and so forth, the music's playing. Suddenly a, a boat is coming by and they're like, hey, do you want to come on the boat? You know, it's a luxury liner. What is she? No, I'm going to just stay here. I'm fine, Mariah. Absolutely not. How Don't you think the novelty is worn off having meetings up on Smith Hill with the likes of the General Assembly? 
You, you, you're either me. Think of this. This would be your life. You live in Washington. Now, I say the kids stay here with the first gentleman because she wouldn't see them anyway. So they can come down on the weekend or she can fly back in the weekend. I'm not so I'm not sure how much during the pandemic she's seeing the kids anyway. Her kids are in their teens and they are busy and they have activities and homework and friends and so forth. So I'm not I'm not sure how much she's um, actually seeing them to begin with. So. So you live in Georgetown now because, listen, they, they, they have means, right? She's not living in a, uh, you know, in a third floor cold water flat studio. She's probably living in a pretty nice place in Georgetown. You're the secretary, probably even walking distance to work if you want, even though you have 24-hour car service. Any table in a restaurant, boom. She can get anyone on the phone. There's domestic travel. There's international travel. You're, you're commerce secretary. You're dealing, as I illustrate on the website, you're dealing with heads of industry. Do you think there's any business, any head of a company, any CEO, do you think there's anyone that turns down, uh, you know, uh, Secretary Raimondo on line two? What do you think? The, the CEO's not taking that call? So the secretary promoting American business and industries foster, promote, develop foreign domestic commerce. So you're helping these companies and especially not only domestically, but internationally. So the for someone who's good at raising money and wants to raise money, you you it's it's you can't even Governor Amundo is five and all. OK, but Governor Amundo, without question, she's somewhat tapped out. There's not a lot. In, if she wants to seek higher office, which she does, there's only so many times you can go back to the same people on the Providence's east side, the same people in Boston, and I'll even say Massachusetts, the same people that are in Connecticut, the same people that are in New York, the same people in Washington. She's done a good job to network herself and raise money. She's raised money out on the West Coast. But if you're a Commerce Secretary, you're, I don't know if anyone keeps a Rolodex anymore, but it just, it explodes. And the amount of people that you meet, the experiences, the people you're helping. How about you help your commerce secretary and you help a company and you help them uh, suddenly be able to do business, say, like in Russia or in, you know, pick a country, China or wherever. So, and as a result of your involvement, their business goes through the roof and they get a huge chunk of the sheer business in, you know, pick a country, you know, whether it's China or maybe it's India or something like that. Well, if you're the CEO of the company and as a result of Secretary Raimondo helping you get roots into India or wherever, you know, your profit margin goes up $200 million. You, you don't think... That going forward, that might might be a valuable person to tap when you're trying to raise money for something. I, I would argue that that's a pretty you, – you just – you have a pretty expensive marker right there. You just have a chit that you could cash in, and this person would say, hey, anything we could ever do. You know, because of you, our, st- our stock, right, went from trading $18 a share to $22 a share – and it opened up, you know, markets into India and, uh, you know, wherever around the world or helped us get a plant going in Canada or Mexico. And we're forever, 
you know, our life changed when we had Secretary Raimondo do that. My point is, folks, your base of who you can then tap just goes through the roof. So she wants it. She wants it. She's not going to come out and say that, right? She's not going to come out and say that, but she wants it. And if they offer, first, I had people telling me the only job she'll take is a treasury. Well, Janet Yellen got treasury. And then they said, well, you know, health and human services, she would definitely be interested in that because of the vaccine. Well, you know, they tried that. But then the Latino caucus and then also um, the progressives were making some waves about that. And if she took health and human services, she would be in for a grilling regarding the UHIP thing, without question. Commerce, I know this, uh, people saying that, um, uh, I think it's, is it, uh, what's her name? Who's the runner-up on that? Hold on. I have it right here. I apologize, folks. I want to say, um, is it Meg Whitman? Someone else was saying, well, she's got to name a Republican. I, I don't buy any of that. Meg Whitman, yeah. No, she's got to name a Republican. Biden does not have to name anything. Are you kidding? The guy's not even taking questions when he after he gives a speech. He's not feeling em- empowered to um, – she's not doing that. He needs to name – first of all, he doesn't have to do anything. <coughs> Excuse me. He doesn't have to do anything. Remember, there's need and want. Biden has to name a Republican. Oh, yeah, that's right. Or they're going to overturn the election. I mean, he doesn't have to do anything. They may advise him to, but whatever. Now, a fair question. And right now, good afternoon at 1220. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro show is brought to you by Competition Shooting Supplies. Remember, when they say defund the police, you say Competition shooting supplies. 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. Stop it and see our leader, John Francis. It's competition shooting supplies. Call him 401 727 1716. 401 727 1716. Firearms, ammunition, accessories. They say defund the police. You say competition shooting supplies. Remember, you just take exit 2A right off of 95, and you're going to find yourself at Competition Shooting Supplies. We'll have John Francis probably on tomorrow. Firearms, ammunition, accessories. He's my gun guy. Make him your gun guy. Competition Shooting Supplies. Now, as far as Governor Raimondo, that is true. Uh, As Dan McGowan, who, by the way, was great last hour, pointed out, uh, you know, the Biden people, what do they owe? And not everybody stays up to speed with the story. You know, I'm really... Social media, I, I, I have to find some way because I obviously I like it. Obviously, I utilize it. Also, I mean, I'm good at it, right? We have the Juan's got the blue check mark before anyone. Facebook Live is very big. But it, it does become an annoyance to me, I find at times, such as people don't stay up on the story. Some people say, no, she's not getting it. No, she went with Bloomberg. So that, well, you missed the part of the story that she was vetted for VP. You missed the part of the story that I'm sure she... Explain to the Biden people why she felt she had to go with Bloomberg. But say this about Bloomberg. The guy did step up and he put up 100 mil on the table for Florida. Now, they lost Florida, but it's not like he, you know, chewed and scored like he left on the bill. So I could see Mike Bloomberg making an argument that Rhode Island Governor Gina Raimondo that. 
for what it's worth, and they're going to want his ability to raise money. And he, you know, hey, he spent $100 million in Florida. They didn't win Florida, but um, um, he's got some juice there. He's going to have, you know, he's definitely going to have some some say, some juice there. So I, I, I agree. He doesn't, the Biden people don't owe her anything. But Mike Bloomberg in your ear promising, listen, you know, if you name Ramundo, I'll help you raise $50 million or something. Like, I could see something like that. I mean, the guy, all he has is money to give away. So, but I think anyone that says she won't take it because she enjoys her job, and the, I don't believe that. Um, if 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 uh, Bloomberg had won, do you think she would have turned down a job in Washington? Governor Gina Raimondo, whether you like her or not, and I hate that I even have to say that because there are some people you just can't be objective. And I already talked about this the other night. There are some people that, um, you know, if if you if you try to be objective about something, that oh oh oh, so you like you know you, you, oh are you going to vote for her? you flipped on her? I, I'm just saying the other night I'm a Patriot fan, but if I want to be objective. The other night in the at halftime in the third quarter, I was like, this is going to be a problematic night. Oh, so you're rooting for the Buffalo Bills? No, it doesn't mean I'm rooting for the Buffalo Bills. It just means I'm being objective, right? I'm not Baghdad Bob as the you know American tanks are rolling into Baghdad. So Governor Amundo, she has learned a lot from this pandemic. I mean, all of the governors have. You're talking about daily briefings, and you're, she's been on the phone with the president. She's been on the phone with the vice president. She's been on the phone with different governors. She's been on the phone with and done Facebook with Fauci. She's been on the phone with with basically you know all these different uh, people. And so you you get better at what you do by doing it. They all have, right? Cuomo's better with the press, even though now he's taking a beating. Baker, when you go through this, there's no substitute. People would often ask. And I've, I've told you this, folks. Why is Tom Brady still out there in the third quarter, even though they didn't play in the second half uh, last week? But anyhow, most of the time, why would he still be out there in the third quarter when they're up, you know, 28 to 3 or whatever the score is? And the reason is because there's no substitute for real-time action. You can't practice that. You can't practice or really uh, simulate real game-time type of football. And the same thing could say – is you could practice debates, you could practice and rehearse having press briefings and thinking fast on your feet, but there's no substitute for it. When you are involved in debates, when you are doing daily press briefings, you you one or two things happen. Either I don't know if you get worse, maybe you don't get better, or you get better. And she certainly, as it went along, got better. So I think that breeds confidence. I think um, the governor is – she's very politically ambitious, and there's nothing wrong with that, about that. She's 5-0, and oh, meaning she's run – actually 6-0 and oh, if you want to add she ran for National Governors Association thing. She ran um, general treasurer, one. She ran primary for governor, one. She won the governor's race. She won primary for governor. She won the governor's race and then NGA. So she's 6-0. She's six and zero, oh, and um, I—that I, is the rumor. Now, Kathy Gregg of the Providence Journal was saying that for whatever reason he thinks that uh, a decision may be made tomorrow. I, I don't know about that. I would, you know, who knows? I mean, the Biden people would make the decision, uh, but if it's going to happen now, Governor Mundo, there is no press briefing this week. 
A lot of people felt maybe the governor was taking a little time off. They put Director Scott out there. Uh, I hadn't thought, you know, you never know what to expect. I, I didn't think about maybe because that she didn't want to have to. Like, can you imagine if there was a briefing today or tomorrow, she would then have to be answering questions about it. And because there's no briefing, she doesn't have to do that. So, and she won't do it. I was laughing, though, when I saw that uh, Lieutenant Governor Dan McKee said he's waiting in the wings. He's ready. As opposed to what? What is he going to say? You know, actually, I'm very unprepared. McKee and Porkboy are actually high-fiing themselves. Uh, Porkboy can't get out of uh, his doomed slot anytime. I mean, you want to, you know, not only is it a lifeboat for Ramundo, it's a lifeboat for Porkboy, who's being, you know, who's setting new records for low numbers uh in the afternoon so park boy also would jump in with mckeon in two seconds uh to escape his failed show totally checked out all the hemming and hoing maybe he could take more time off i mean it's just a joke so he would bolt in two seconds and jump in with mckee but i like mckee told a reporter well i'm standing by and i'm i'm prepared if something happened well, yeah as opposed to what you know i'm totally unprepared for this then the gloves will really come off. You know, uh, Nellie Gorbia, Secretary of State, Alorza, they've been cooperative with Ramundo because they fear Ramundo. But they view McKee as their uh, competitor for, for governor in 2022. So I think the gloves come off. I think you're gonna, you would start to see members of his party. Let's just say Lieutenant Governor Dan McKee becomes the governor. I, I, what, what, you think uh, Alorza and, and Nelly Gobia, what, they're going to support him? They're going to be throwing him on the bus all the time. And can you imagine you're the new governor-elect because Governor Mundo leaves, goes to Washington. Lieutenant Governor Dan McKee becomes the governor. And can you imagine the person who's giving you media strategy and the person responsible for shaping the message is Pork Boy, is Dan Pork. Can you imagine the biggest fraud guy totally overrated how on earth he has survived the way he has i have no idea that's the person in the bunker with you you want to talk about disaster i mean the guy is tone deaf you know you could see him like lecturing mckee like they're uh, unequal that would be doomed to fail that would be the last person you would want in your foxhole and that would be like his heir to the media so, folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is part of Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Stop in and see them today. Ron's Pastry Gourmet, 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. It's Ron and Melissa. It's Ron's Pastry Gourmet. They have delicious calzones, delicious sandwiches, delicious Trump chocolate donuts and cupcakes. Celebrate. Get some uh, still have, uh, cookies. Ron's Pastry Gourmet, cannolis, you're going to love it. Easy to get to right off of Silver Spring Street. Look for them on um, Facebook. It's Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Now, there's another story. And again, folks, good afternoon at uh, 1230. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now, again, visit the website, dePietro.com. We have a lot up. If you want to get in touch with me, and by the way, if you would like to be a sponsor or supporter advertiser in the new year, Please log on at petro.com and get in touch with me that way. That's the easiest way. Has also has all the links uh, to all of my social media. Remember, petro.com and it's sponsored by Operation Made. You can link right through, encouraging entrepreneurship one veteran at a time. Beautiful merchandise, all made by the veterans or families of veterans. It's Operation Made. And you can link right through at the website, petro.com. We also have the story up. 
that Cicilline would be the lone congressperson in the state. You can read about that. You can also see our person of the year. But the big stories and also the video, Governor Amundo, the rumor is uh, fast and furious. I, I think it's real. I do. Um, if she wowed them as much as we're led to believe she did, then I think they might offer a commerce secretary. And there's no way. And on top of that, the governor could argue that the best way she could help Rhode Island is by commerce secretary. You know, she could say to someone, a big company, listen, um, I can help you. The good news is I can help you with those routes you're trying to get in India. I can help you with that. I need a favor, though. Name it. I need you to open a small little port or something in Rhode Island, in Providence. Done. Whatever. Right? We'll be a loss leader. Fine. Um so I think she would argue she could help us that way. I do want to talk about, though, and this came out, um, and right now it's 1231. Folks, about the vaccine, and I want to credit Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe are the ones that I think are really highlighting this. But officials said the first hard-hit community to receive the vaccine will be Central Falls, 1.3 square mile city. Now, first of all, the fact that that is still a city is a joke. It really is. Central Falls has 19,400 people. Highest infection rate in the state since the pandemic began. Vaccinations are beginning in Central Falls today. Okay? We've included our community's hardest hit as its own entity within phase one, says Dr. Alexander Scott. We're starting with Central Falls. We're closely municipal leaders. State's going to look to prioritize other zip codes. She noticed some of the hardest-hit areas outside of Central Falls include Providence, Pawtucket. Those areas could also be incorporated. First, second phase of the vaccine. Uh, Determining which communities get the priority, the state's going to look at the COVID cases, percentage of those test positive. But here's the key line. Dr. Scott said, equity is a key priority throughout. We're planning to vaccinate broadly in our heart community early on, such as Central Falls. The state will take an equity approach by vaccinating about half of the nursing homes, blah, blah, blah. You know, that's an interesting way to approach it. Equity. Now, I want to just go back, and I mentioned this to Dan McGowan when we were speaking to him last hour. The better part of the spring and the summer. Now, as many of you know, Juan attends the governor's at one time, it was five days a week. At one point, it was seven days a week. But now it's become weekly press briefings. And something that I used to ask the governor was, <clears throat> and Dr. Scott, for that matter, follow me now. They're saying Central Falls, they're going to get the vaccine first. And it's a matter of equity. And because the numbers are so high. Now, in the course of, especially in the summertime, I would ask them, why are you treating Jamestown less than five cases and they have the same restrictions as Central Falls? I would say, why are you treating Block Island the way you're treating Providence? And they used to say, oh, well, because everybody's got to be treated the same. Everyone must be treated the same. And Rhode Island is so small and you can't do that because I was saying. If Central Falls is so high, which it was, you know, at one point, Central Falls was the highest, not just in the state, not in the country. At one point, Central Falls was the highest COVID case percentage in the world. 
was Central Falls, Rhode Island. So I was saying, why wouldn't you for two weeks lock them down early on? If you go back to March, if you remember, it was New Rochelle, New York. They closed off that community. They were on lockdown for a period of two weeks. So I was saying this summer, why not say if you live in Central Falls, we're going to National Guard for two weeks. No one in, no one out of Central Falls. We're going to let the virus die off right there on Dexter Street or wherever the hell in Central Falls. Oh, no, you can't do that. That's what I was talking Oh, no, no. And I would say, if you want to go to a restaurant or bar, anything in Central Falls, highest pandemic COVID in the world, you're treating it the same as Jamestown, less than five cases. You're treating parts of Odeville, parts of uh, Silver Lake. Parts of the um, area over by the Cranston Street Armory, Dexter Street Playground, some of those areas, high, high COVID. Why are you treating that the same as you're treating Richmond? That had, at one point had zero cases. You're treating that area, Oneyville, is being treated the same as Block Island. That has zero. Why are you doing that? Oh, because it's equity. Everybody must be treated the same. Wait a minute. Then why is Central Falls getting the blanking vaccine first? Now, I know some of you say, good luck to them. I don't want to get it anyway. Hey, speak for yourself. All right, there's plenty of us that want to get that vaccine. I got a, I know a guy who says for 50 bucks he can get me on the, on the short list. I may play that out. This is Rhode Island we're talking about. <clears throat> but how is it possible? Why wasn't it that this whole thing of equity is a key priority throughout? We're going to vaccinate in the hard-hit communities. Is that really equity? You know, and by the way, notice no one is saying anything. We're not supposed to object to the fact that Central Falls is getting it first, even though, let's talk. You want to talk business? Let's talk business, right? As they say in The Godfather, you want to talk business? Let's talk business. We gave you that hotel on the, you know, blah, 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 that type of thing. But anyhow, but if we want to talk business, Central Falls, according to the census, has the highest number of illegal aliens in the state of Rhode Island, which means that that 1.3 miles of Central Falls will receive the vaccine before citizens of the state. Now, so you have illegals get, first of all, the prisoners at the ACI already got it over the weekend. And I have a problem with that. Someone who's basically in prison for life, right, life without parole, is getting the vaccine before us. I have a problem with that. Now, next stop are the illegals. Equity is a key priority, says Dr. Scott. The state's going to take an equity approach. What, what is she even talking about? I thought we're following the science. I don't even understand what they're talking This is all about equity. Is it about equity? Or what if Central Falls had low percentage would they, would they be getting it? Equity? No, you're following the science. The reason they're getting it has nothing to do with equity. It has to do with that's where it's the highest. And by the way, I don't even have a problem with that. But what I have a problem is that you wouldn't close them up or certain provisions because those communities had it. Now, let's step back. So everyone's silent. Central Falls is going to get the vaccine first, then parts of Providence, then parts of Pawtucket. But what if suddenly they were saying, East Greenwich is going to get the vaccine. Or how about this one? All residents of Lily White Borington is going to get uh, the vaccine first. Oh, And the reason they're getting it is because we're going to do it on highest income per zip code. Oh, my God. The protesters would be out. 
I don't understand if you're doing it. Why are they saying we're doing this by equity? I don't, I, I don't understand why. And by the way, we're not in a press briefing that I can ask Dr. Scott. But I don't know why they're saying equity when instead the reason why Central Falls is getting it is because that's where the numbers have been. And they've always been that high. So what they I, I just think like stop trying to say you're doing it on equity. You're do- doing it because that's where science wise it makes the most sense to do it where the highest rate of infections is. I mean, folks, it's not that complicated. I think I'm making my point. I think I am. You have, <coughs> excuse me, a stretch of road that has a lot of people speeding. So they put in a stop sign or they has a lot of accidents. They put in a red light in Providence. They had a problem with all those bikes zipping around. So they put in all the stupid speed bumps. Um, I don't know if they said we're going to do that by equity, right? I don't know if they say um, there's a portion of road that there's a lot of accidents and people are speeding on. And we're going to have equity. We're going to put the speed gun everywhere. No, you're going to zero in on those areas that, you know, there's certain roads or parts of roads where there's a lot of people that that speed. So I, I don't know if it's equity so much. I don't know. God, they're, they're so – I'm already sick of this whole thing where they're all trying to uh, – it's like a contest. Like who's the better person? So, folks, this portion <coughs> – excuse me, not a COVID cough – of the John DePietro Show. So brought to you by R.E. Coogan and Heating. Happy birthday to Coogie. Call them 401-732-6562. R.E. Coogan and Heating. 401-732-6562. Remember – Helpful, trustworthy, reliable, plumbing, heating, and cooling, residential services. As Coogie says, let us into your home. Don't fix it alone. Call R.E. Coogan and Heating today, 401-732-6562. Especially, folks, if we hit a cold snap, temperature drops below 10 degrees, you're going to wish you called R.E. Coogan and Heating, 401-732-6562. Now. So if you want to read about, good afternoon at 1240, John DePedro, you want to read about Governor Amundi, I believe if offered, she's taken it. She'd be a fool not to. If she called me for advice and said, what do you think I should do? I mean, is there really anything to think about? This would be like, and you see this sometimes, someone's a junior in college, but you may go as the number one draft pick, like the kid for Clemson. Uh, I don't know. I may come back for my senior year. Or, you know, you could go to the pros and sign a contract worth like $500 million. Or I guess you could come back for your senior year and take insurance. Then you get an injury, you get some money per year. But anyhow, but a couple of the stories I want to mention. Former public radio reporter charged with torching cop cars during the Black Lives Matter protests. Folks, this is what I have been talking to you about. A former public radio reporter has now been charged with firebombing, firebombing cop cars. During the Black Lives Matter protests in Arkansas, according to federal authorities, Renee Gooder, 22, one of those four charged, uh, allegedly sneaking into Arkansas State Police headquarters to slash squad, squad car tires and torch them with Molotov cocktails. You know, we had someone like that. Now, she left, but that reporter for the Providence Journal, who basically, I used to say, is she a reporter or an activist? We would go to the protests. I'd be there. She, I'd be talking to them. She'd be there with the protesters, high-fiving them, taking nice pictures. Everything. It's like, are you, are you, are you a reporter? Are you an activist? Are you a protester? Are you, are you part of the protest? Or are you covering the protest? Uh, the protests were always positive with that Madeline list. 
So now, because it's an NPR reporter, the media, you know, they uh, they roll their eyes. But if that were, a, can you imagine if that was like someone from Fox News or if it was, I always say, if I saw a radio reporter, if that was me, right? Can you imagine if, you know, Juan has been charged with, I threw a Molotov cocktail into a, oh my God, I can't even imagine. But this is something to watch. A homeless advocacy group in Washington Washington State is now occupying a travel lodge motel since Christmas Eve. They're refusing to pay the bill until the city's homeless population is guaranteed free long-term housing. So where this is also taking off is Antifa has joined them. Uh, Oh, I have sound of this, as a matter of fact. Hold on, everybody. Juan has sound. Let me just put this in here. Okay, uh, this is spokesperson for the Antifa group uh, explains the, the plan behind the occupation, 16 rooms at a motel near Seattle. Now, I predict I'm hearing this may start to spread across the country. Watch for something like this to happen in Providence. I'm, I'm hearing there's already talk of this. Again, they all check in and then they refuse to pay the bill and they won't leave. So they don't care that, you know, the guy that owns the place is losing money. Do you think they care? So um, let's hear. This is the um, spokesperson for the group. He received over $50,000 in PPP loans from the government a few months ago. I assume that's because he was struggling and he couldn't pay the payroll himself. So like most or all hotel owners, he's struggling right now because of the pandemic. In fact, we are bringing business to the hotel. We paid for the first night, and now we're demanding that the city and county pay for the other nights we've been here. We want to get him money. We want to get him a contract. Uh, Well, he received over $50,000 in PPP loans from the government a few months ago. I assume that's because he was struggling and he couldn't pay the payroll himself. So like most or all hotel owners, he's struggling right now because of the pandemic. You notice the attitude? Because this guy got PPE, he got government money. That means we have a right to stay there and not have to pay because he got government money. The attitude of these people. Folks, It's they're not... It's not like they would like to have a socialist society. They plan already on having one. Yesterday on CNN, I saw coming up in the CNN newsroom, Rhode Island Congressman David Cicilline. Now, notice, folks, I have the story up on DePetro.com. It's not an accident. It's not a coincidence that he could end up being the lone congressperson from Rhode Island within six hours he is suddenly popping up on CNN. Let's hear Rhode Island Congressman David Cicilline, uh, one of the most partisan members of Congress, attacking Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell. Yesterday, your chamber passed a measure to increase stimulus checks to $2,000. Do you have any confidence that this measure will make it through to the Senate? Well, it should. Look, we did two important things yesterday. We uh, overrode the president's veto of the National Defense Office. You did nothing important. To be sure our troops get the pay raise they deserve, that we take care of uh, our veterans, that we uh, protect the the defense of our country. And we also passed uh, in a bipartisan way with over two-thirds of vote of the House to raise the survival checks. 
of $2,000. The president says he supports that. He should be pressuring Mitch McConnell to bring that uh, bill to, a fl- to the floor for a vote. I think if Mitch McConnell does that, we will have the support uh, from the Democrats and enough Republicans to make it uh, a reality. Look, people are struggling. They're, they're facing difficulties paying their bills, uh, paying rent, a mortgage, uh, putting food on the table. We're in the worst economic crisis of our lifetimes, the worst pandemic health crisis in 100 years. Congressman James the federal government needs to do more to help struggling families. The $2,000, again, is a down payment, but I hope uh, the Senate will quickly pass it and give badly needed relief to the American people. Now, let me, can we just stop the tape for a minute? What exactly has he done to help? What has he done? Keep in mind, he had a formidable challenger in the LaMaire campaign. The LaMaire campaign is not done. The LaMaire campaign is just getting started. The LaMaire campaign had Cicilline on the run. And what what would you say if I would interview him? He won't come on the show. But if he would, I think some of my first question, what would you say your biggest accomplishment of this year has been? Um, <clears throat> holding a sign at a Black Lives Matter protest. Um, uh, you know, uh, go- attending a defund the police rally. Like, what would you say your biggest accomplishment? It certainly hasn't been anything to help the residents of the first district. Zero. Uh, that's Congressman David Cicilline. Number of times on CNN. He did run for a higher office within the power structure of the Democrat Party of the House and lost. But what would you say top accomplishment? I Riding in the Bristol Fourth of July parade in the back of a car with no one there. Top accomplishment by the congressman. I think it has to be attending the Black Lives Matter protest and holding the sign. He lists that as his top accomplishment because it was such an accomplishment. It's not like you saw that every every day everywhere. From some Republican senators, like Senator Rubio, who said that he would be in favor of $2,000 stimulus checks going out as well. Uh, On that House vote yesterday to override the president's veto of the national uh, defense bill, let me ask you about that, because there seem to have been some roadblocks in the sense that you got a curveball from Bernie Sanders, of all people, who threatened to pull off a vote unless senators voted on the $2,000 stimulus checks. How much does this complicate matters now? Well, I think, you know, what Senator Sanders is trying to do is force Mitch McConnell to give the American people an up or down vote on that important bill to raise the amount of survival checks. Uh, they should do both things. They should override the veto of the NDAA so we can take care of our troops, and they should pass the increased survival checks. And so I think what Senator Sanders is trying to use, do is use a, a vehicle in the Senate to force a vote. But, you know, Mitch McConnell has been a sort of grim reaper of legislation historically. There are hundreds of bills that we passed out of the House that are sitting on his desk that he refuses to bring to the floor. He doesn't answer the question. You know, Bernie Sanders, folks, this is just the beginning of uh, of wreaking havoc. You know, they're never going to be satisfied. The progressives, the squad, AOC, never are they ever going to be satisfied. Never. Um... How about the recent poll? I did put this on Facebook. President Trump ends President Obama's 12-year run. President Trump, in a recent poll, most admired man, as he should be. Let me just, I also want to um, check some of the, I love that now the New York Times is going after 
the Hillary Baldwin. I love that story. Hillary Baldwin told the New York Times, well, it's none of your business. Just because I'm married and have a famous husband, it doesn't mean I have to answer any questions. I'm, and I, I doesn't mean I can't be um, a private person. Right, except you do interviews. You have a podcast. You have these other things that you're doing. Um, it's not like we don't know who you are. The reason why people know who you are and you're on all these interviews faking a Spanish accent is because you're not a private person, for crying out loud. Now, folks, right now at 12.50 on this Wednesday, I want to remind you, now hear me out. If you have been in an accident and you need to get your vehicle fixed, take it to West Fountain Auto Body. Call them, 401-272-3340. There are people texting and driving. There are people just not paying attention. There are just nitwits out there. There are. There is. will still be some snow and ice from time to time. West Fountain Auto Body, located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence, the original, the best. You can depend on West Fountain Auto Body. Call them, 401-272-3340, 401-272-3340, West Fountain Auto Body. Folks, the original, the best, located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. It's Kenny, it's Patricia, it's West Fountain Auto Body. 401-272-3340. Were you in an accident? I'm asking you, listing on 99.9 FM or AM 1380, or maybe you're on Facebook Live. If you're in an accident, I'm telling you, listen to Juan, call West Fountain Auto Body. If your vehicle was damaged in any way, and you need to get it repaired, I highly encourage you to bring it to West Fountain Auto Body and contact them at 401-272-3340. It's West Fountain Auto Body. Now, folks, remember, visit the website, depetro.com. We have original stories there. We have more going on. We are we are so far ahead. I was the first one with the Ramundo stuff. Well, at least I posted it. I do want to give credit to Dan McGowan. Um, and DePetro.com is brought to you by Allstate Lock. Don't take any chances. Uh, Antifa on the loose. Crime is up. You can depend on Allstate Lock. You can link through at the website. DePetro.com. Their website is AllstateLock.com. Or call them at 401-349-0042. So I don't know. I know some people are starting to get $600. And then others are waiting to maybe get even more than that. Oh, this is new. Now the Proud Girls. This I haven't heard of before. I want to read that. Uh, it's just, it's just some headlines. America daily death record. Uh, peak COVID Texas. Someone dying of the disease every three minutes in Los Angeles. Vaccinated nurse, nurse gets sick a week later. Uh-oh. How about the congressman-elect? Died at age 41 due to complications. Folks, it can happen. You're hearing about people developing pneumonia who first had COVID and then it uh, it goes to their lungs. He had no underlying health issues. Suffered a heart attack, apparently. Biden vows uh, all-out fight. What is this now, the proud girls? I haven't heard. Proud boys are at war with their female extremist wing. I haven't heard this from the uh, Daily Beast. A transphobic MMA fighter has announced herself to be the den mother of the Proud Girls. Uh, But some members of the Proud Boys don't want her in the ranks. When President Trump tweeted out an invitation to his followers to join a mass protest next Wednesday, January 6th in D.C., 
be there will be wild. Many took it as a direct order. However, ahead of the demonstration, time to take place at the Capitol to stop the Senate from certifying the election. Internal tensions threaten to undermine some some groups. In particular, uh, stricken Proud Boys on the social network app Telegram, heightening tension becomes synonymous. Um, you know, this whole thing. But on December 21st, a former MMA fighter named Tara La Rosa, who was marched with the Proud Boys, established a transphobic Telegram channel called Proud Girls USA. The same day, the Proud Boys USA channel snubbed her, declaring Proud Girls was a ridiculous idea. Don't ride on our coattails. Want to support us? Um, uh, boom, boom, boom. Let me just see if there's anything more about that. So maybe, well, this person is getting some attention, this uh, new person um, who is trying to have a, a new organization. I was seeing, though, that... Uh, Alaska Airlines is going to be the first to ban emotional support animals. Alaska Airlines is going to be the first one to ban emotional support animals, saying they've had enough. You have to, uh, it's one thing you have a dog, but um, you have to, uh, you can't just have all these animals. This is something that is just taken off, and that is all these people showing up to travel. And you remember the person had like the huge bird and having all different types of uh, even exotic animals and so forth that uh, that people are um, traveling with. Now, I just want to see if there's anything. um, Let's see. That's odd about that Cranston murder yesterday. Good God. Kills allegedly shoots the the, um, girlfriend's son. That's an odd story. But let me just see if there's anything else about Governor Ramundi. Um, no, not that I see just yet. People are wondering about the mayor of Central Falls, the current one who's leaving, why he's getting a vaccination. I don't, I don't get that other than if for whatever reason they feel that it's going to help get more people will have it. Uh, we'll get the vaccination, uh, you know, in Central Falls, meaning, in other words, by doing it, he set an example and and more people will um, will then turn around and, and end up uh, getting the vaccination. I know. Listen, as I've told many of you, the good news is those that don't want to get it, you don't have to get the vaccine, although some airlines are already saying that in order to travel, you may have to show that you had the vaccine. So maybe not every airline, but some airlines are uh, considering that. So now, by the way, the Rhode Island numbers are still very, very, uh, very bad. Uh, Kathy Gregg tweeted out, hedging my bets on the latest run of rumors about a job offer for Governor Raimondo in the Biden administration. Commerce Secretary, by this time tomorrow, we should know. I I don't know about that. I don't know if we're going to know, but I don't know why we would New Year's Eve dump um, possible, definitely possible. I'm not convinced that we're going to have an answer on that right away. Folks, just a reminder, Trump stores have incredible sales. Stop by one of the local Trump stores, whether it is on Middle Spring Avenue, North Providence, or Warwick. They're having blowout, closeout sales at the uh, Trump stores with all the terrific merchandise. You could get sweatshirts for as little as 10 bucks, uh, hats and shirts and uh, all different types of things. At the different Trump stores. Remember, Smithfield, right there on Route 44. 
You also have Warwick Airport Plaza, East Providence, Pawtucket Avenue, and then Middle Spring Avenue in North Providence, where you can, uh, again, stop in. Great merchandise, and it's a full blowout sale at the Trump stores. Hey, I want to remind you, though, uh, and also, by the way, the East Providence store, they have the fireworks that you can get. I want to remind you, if you're going to fill up your propane tank, Stop it and see Phil Johnson at Johnson Propane. Drive in, no wait. They will refill your Blue Rhino tank. He's open seven days a week. You can call him at 401-621-8129. Johnson Propane, 904 Manton Avenue in Providence. Phil Johnson, he's been there since 1971. And also, maybe you need propane tank in case we lose power. He has firewood propane tanks and supplies or if you're a restaurant or business and you need to refill those big propane tanks bring it to johnson propane all credit cards are accepted and he'll refill your blue rhino tank for just 15 bucks he's open seven days a week in front of the stop and shop next to wendy's right there at 904 manton avenue providence i ride over and see phil he's one of a kind in 1971 mayor dorley cut the ribbon on Johnson Propane. Stop it and see Phil Johnson. Get all your propane at Johnson Propane. He always has propane. He never runs out. 401-621-8129-904. Anton in Providence. Well, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro. Now, here's what we're going to do. Coming up at 1 o'clock, we're going to break for the 1 o'clock news. We have another full hour to go. The latest now on the Raimondo rumors. Is Governor Gina Raimondo leaving for Washington to join the Biden administration. I'm going to tell you about it next hour, the latest on the vaccinations, and what is going on with any type of allegation of voter fraud with President Trump. We'll touch on that and a lot more. Another full hour to go. The Power Hours next. Leave it right here. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, dipetro.com. Right now, it's 1 o'clock. Legislation, the House passed Monday to increase the size of economic relief checks to $2,000. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell informed senators of plans for a live quorum call at 5 o'clock Eastern time today, followed by a vote on preceding the effort to override President Trump's veto of the fiscal 2021 defense authorization bill. Republican Senator Josh Hawley says he will object during the counting of the Electoral College process on January 6th, becoming the first senator to confirm he's joining an effort launched by more than a dozen 